Hello and welcome to the Abbott and Costello Show from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Abbott and Costello program brought to you by Camel, the cigarette that's first in the service according to actual sales records. See if your throat and your taste don't make Camel a first with you, too. Find out for yourself. Listen to the great rhythms of Freddie Rich and his orchestra, the swingy singing of Connie Haynes, and that lumpy little lady killer who, whenever he finds himself alone with a girl, softly whispers, Don't fence me in. I want a rule. All right, all right, all right. So all right. don't fence me in. All right, all right, all right. Costello, Costello, what's the matter with you? What's the idea of singing that song? I gotta sing it. I feel like singing about fences. Why? My girl just gave me the gate. Well, if you're... <laughs> Your girl gave you the gate? Why are you so happy? Why am I happy, Abbott? Yeah. Good news. Got myself a new girl. Beautiful girl. What do you mean? What a dish. I call her my little firecracker. Firecracker? Yeah, she's got red hair and bangs. Oh. And another thing, Abbott Now, just a minute, Costello You say your new girlfriend has red hair And uh, is she Titian? She what? Uh, is your girl Titian? What do you think, she is a baby? <laughs> She's through with Titian She's got all her teeth No, 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 no <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about Titian hair Titian hair is red Titian hair is red? Certainly Her hair may be red, but her teeth is white She brushes her teeth every day with a toothbrush paste uh, look, uh, look, Costello, I'm talking about your girlfriend's hair uh, Does she wave her hair? That's a very silly question Now, what's silly about it? Uh, didn't you ever see my wife waving her hair? No, but I saw her shaking it out the window uh, <laughs> All right, all right, all right, let's drop it I saw her do that, too uh, <laughs> And her teeth went out with it well, uh, Look, Costello, by the way, who is this new girlfriend of yours? Uh, where did you meet her? Abbott, her name is Tessie Tinfoil Tinfoil? I'm all wrapped up in this kid Cut it out. Where, where did you meet this uh, Tessie Tinfoil? I met her in a five and ten cent store. She works there. She works in the five and ten? Yeah, she works at two counters. She sings at the music counter, and she sells perfume at the perfume counter. Hey, I'd like to meet her. Well, just walk in the store anytime. If you hear anything or smell anything, that's her. <laughs> hey, Costello, have you had a date with this uh, Tessie Tinfoil? Oh, sure. I had a date with her last night, Abbott. I took her to Griffith Park. I lit a lantern, and we sat there spooning. You lit a lantern to spoon? That's ridiculous. Oh. When I was courting my wife, I never used a lantern. I know, and look what you got. <laughs> Please. Costello, <laughs> no. you, you can't talk that way about my Betty. She's a very beautiful woman. She has eyes as big as saucers. Yeah, and underneath she has cups to match. <laughs> You'd better not let my wife hear you say that. She's a very proud woman. In fact, she's very hoity-toity. She may be hoity, but she'll never see toity again. <laughs> Costello, please, leave my wife out of this. 
We oh. were talking about Miss Tinfoil. Are you serious about this girl, or is it just puppy love? I think it's puppy love. How do you know? Because her nose is always cold and damp. <laughs> but, uh, Tessie Tinfoil is the most beautiful girl Abbott I ever saw. You, you mean she's really pretty? She's more than pretty. She's different. Do you know um, how Merle Oberon's eyes have that beautiful oriental slant? Yes. Well, Tessie's ears slant the same way. <laughs> Look, Costello, I can't understand your sudden infatuation for this girl. I thought you were engaged to uh, Ruby Poolcue. I was, but I scratched. No, 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 no. Why? Well, what's wrong? I, I wish I hadn't brought that up. Why either. not? That's all over. Me and Ruby broke our engagement last Saturday night. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Costello. We're all I... washed up. Uh, how did it happen? Well, I'll tell you. But first, I need some sad music. Freddy, sad music, please. I said sad. That's pitiful. <laughs> I want to tell you something, Abbott. Last Saturday night, me and Ruby went to the backstage club. What a gay time we had. We both sat there smoking Slamax. Slamax? What's that? Camel, spelt backwards. <laughs> then what happened? Suddenly, the orchestra broke into a lovely waltz. I grabbed Ruby. I started whirling around the dance floor. Around and around we went, and each time I twirled her around, she got taller. Each time you twirl her, she got taller? Yeah, Ruby's got a wooden leg, and I was turning her the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> then what happened? Then Ruby started to cry, and then I escorted her to the bench in the corner. I can see her sitting there now, little Ruby. She had knuckles in her knees, and when she sat down, her knees made a fist. But why was she crying? Ruby was leaving town the next day. She didn't know how to break the news to me, but she had to go. She had to go, Abbott. She was leaving for Patterson, New Jersey. She was going to start on her new job. What new job? Slugger for the Broadway Cab Company. I, you shouldn't have let her go, Costello. I tried my best to stop her. I pleaded with her on my bended knee. I said, Ruby, don't go away and leave me. You'll never find another guy like me, Ruby. Please, Ruby. After all, I'm not a flow. A flow? Yeah, that's wolf spelled backwards. I, oh, <laughs> And then I held her tenderly in my arms and I bent her head back. What a beautiful girl this Ruby was. Slowly she opened her big watery eyes and looking at me right in the kisser, she said, Kiss the road, you bum! <laughs> Thank you, Bud and Lou. That was swell. Now I need a little musical assistance. Uh, maestro, please. That musical symbol represents the average volume of tobacco grown in the United States each year, one and one-half billion pounds. What is not so well known is that only a fractional part... Yes, only a fractional part of this enormous production of leaf tobacco is good enough for camels. Yes, even these days. For only the choicer tobaccos, properly aged, go into camels. This is one brand that will not be sold down the river because a shortage exists. When you do get camels today, you are still getting camels, the rich, full flavor and cool mildness of costlier tobaccos blended in the inimitable camel way. We have been making more cigarettes than ever before in our history, using the available tobaccos we have that measure up to camel standards, but not one single shred is being used that is not properly aged. So every time you buy cigarettes, ask for camels. The mildness and flavor of their costlier tobaccos make them worth asking for again and again. C-A-M-E-L-S Camels, war or peace, fill the cigarette of costlier tobaccos.
Camel Cigarettes present Freddie Rich now with the tune everyone is singing these days. A great arrangement of Don't You Know I Care. I was out. I'm expecting a call from Tessie Tinfoil, my no, girl. No, the phone didn't ring. Where have you been? Oh, I went out and bought Miss Tinfoil some chocolates. Wait a minute, Costello. Let me see that candy. Here. Wait a minute. Those are the biggest pieces of candy I ever saw. What are they? Chocolate-covered bananas. Uh, <laughs> hey, pardon me. I got to answer the phone. The phone didn't ring. Why wait till the last minute? <laughs> there you are. Saves time. Hello? Hello, you tar... Tar? Yeah, that's rat, spelled backwards. <laughs> Got the same writers. Who are you calling a rat? You. So you're trying to take my girlfriend Hortense away from me, eh, Homer? Just a minute. You got the wrong party. Oh, changed your voice, eh, Homer? Don't try to kid me. Hortense told me everything, you wolf. Look, I don't know any Hortense, and my name ain't Homer. I'm Luke Costello. Oh, changed your name, eh, Homer? Now look, buddy, you got the wrong number. This is Hillside, 2183. Oh, changed your number, eh, Homer? Now just a minute! Lion won't help you, Homer. I'm coming over there and rip your red flannels off and horsewhip you till you scream. I don't wear red flannels. I wear BVD. Oh, change your underwear, eh, Homer? Hey, Abbott, how do you like that guy? Some guy accused me of changing my underwear. Uh, that... Stealing his girl. Well, that's your own fault, Costello. That's all you think about is girls, girls, girls. Don't you ever think of higher things? Yeah, I think of higher things. What are they? Taller girls. Oh, <laughs> just a Hey, wait a minute, just a minute. Is this Miss Tinfoil a tall girl? She's six feet nine. And what a thrill it is to kiss such a tall girl. How could a little shrimp like you kiss such a tall girl? My friends put me up to it. <laughs> well, I gotta be going, Abbott. I'm taking Miss Tinfoil to a dance tonight. A dance? That's right. Wait a minute, look at your face. Are you going to a dance with those whiskers? No, I'm going to dance with Miss Tinfoil. Uh, no, no, no. 
I mean, you've got to get yourself fixed up. Oh. Here, get your hat. Yeah. I'm taking you to my barber shop. It's uh, here. It's right next door. Okay, Come on. Let's go. Come on. Welcome to the Acme Barber Shop, boys. The barber isn't here right now. He's across the street getting a shave. Why? Don't he get a shave in his own barber shop? He can't stand the sight of blood. <laughs> I bet. Get me out of here. Oh, no, no, don't go. Sit right down here by me. I'm the manicurist, Myrtle Manglefinger. <laughs> sit down Myrtle there, Myrtle Manglefinger? You, you heard the girl. Now sit down there, Costello. You need a manicure. I'll say you do. I've been noticing your cuticle. My what? Your cuticle. You ain't so bad yourself. <laughs> You silly boy. Now give me your hand. <gasps> My, your fingernails remind me of a famous song. Pale hands I love? No, Mississippi mud. <laughs> Why don't you keep your hands nice and soft like mine? I dip my hands in a bowl of milk every morning. Don't you have spoons at your house? <laughs> Be quiet, Costello. Let the girl fix your nails. Yeah, I'll begin by filing your nails. <laughs> Wait a minute. Cut it out! Cut it out! Listen, lady. You're filing through my ring. All right, Costello, we're in a hurry. Get the, give the girl a tip. Come on. Do what? Tip me. Tip me. Okay, you ask for it. Over you go. Ah! Costello, <laughs> will you be... Oh, your... look how she looks. Behave yourself. <laughs> here comes the barber. Quiet. Hi, Rancho Grande. With the clippers, I am handy. <laughs> hey, it's our friend Kitzel. Welcome, kiddies, to Kittle's Classy Barbershop. Shaves, 25 cents if you smile, 50 cents if you don't. Kitzel, what's the difference if you smile or not? Because for a long face, I'm charging double. <laughs> well, Mr. Costello, why is it I never saw you before in my barbershop? Because I usually get my hair cut around the block. Oh, well, I work on blockheads, too. <laughs> well, come, 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 sit down. You're next. Well, well, well. My okay. goodness gracious, just look at your hair, Mr. Costello. <laughs> Getting very thin. So what? Who wants fat hair? <laughs> no, look, never mind the haircut, Kitzel. Costello just wants a shave. Yeah, Kitzel, I'll make you snappy. Can you give me a fast shave? Can I give you a fast shave? I'll sharpen an X and let you run past it. <laughs> See, I'll sharpen an X and let you run past it. I'm killing myself. <laughs> I'm going into hysterics myself. Ah. All right, look. Costello, lie back in the chair and let Kitzel shave you. And be careful, Kitzel. Costello has a tough beard. Oh, that's all right. I got a tough razor. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you notice how my razor is taking hold? Yeah, but it ain't letting go again. <laughs> oh, 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 my goodness. Uh, pardon me. Have uh, you been eating ketchup? No. Then I'm afraid I caught you. <laughs> yeah, but quick. Hand me that mirror. Hand me... Look at my face! You're, you're not mad, are you? Oh, no. I always wanted a pug nose. <laughs> Costello, let me see that cut. Is it very deep? I can't, I can't tell until I pull the razor out. Uh, uh, Kitchen, you better put a towel on his face and, and let him get out of here. Okay, okay. Right back, Costello. Here is a nice wet towel. Oh, oh! Uh, Kitzel, what's the idea of dropping that red-hot towel on his face? Well, what do you want me to do? Burn my finger? Oh. <laughs> Come on, Costello. You look all right. Now, is there anything else you want before we leave here? Abbott, what? I'd like to have a glass of water. Hey, what's the matter? Are you thirsty? No, I just want to see if my face leaks. 
lovely Connie Haynes with a hit song for camel listeners called Don't Ever Change. Connie, that's what we say to you. Don't ever change. Don't ever change. Don't lose the love light in your eyes. Make sure the flame there never dies while we're apart. Connie, that's for me. Lovely. Now, look, will you do me a favor? Sing a line of You Made Me Love You. You mean, you made me love you. I didn't want yes, to Yes, that it. was hot jive in 1913, the year a group of great, great tobacco men discovered a great new cigarette blend. Mild but full-flavored camel. And now, Connie, do you remember Over There? Over There, Over There. Yes, the song of World War I, 1917. Camels went overseas with the troops, became top cigarette for the fighting men, and after that, with all America. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. Ah, yes, Connie, that means 1945, today, this minute, and more people than ever wanting camels, and not enough to go around. But camels will not be sold down the river. Only choice tobacco, properly aged, is being used. Camel blending will not be compromised. Camel will still stay camel. War or peace. C-A-M-E-L-S. Camels, their flavor and mildness make them worth asking for every time you're buying cigarettes. Hey, Abbott, Abbott. Abbott. What's the matter? I'm all ready for my date with Miss Tinfoil, and I can't find my full-dress suit. Oh, there's your full-dress suit right there, Costello. Your kid brother, Sebastian, is wearing it. Sebastian? Yes. Sebastian, Yes, come here. yes. What are you doing wearing my clothes? You take them off right now. Come on, take them off. Louie, you, you want me to take these clothes off in front of all these people? That's what I said. Take them off. Okay, but they're going to laugh at your pink lace underwear. 
Sebastian, why don't you wear your own clothes? I can't, Uncle Bud. The neighbor's dog bit me and tore my suit. Where did the dog bite you? Well, if I'd have been wearing a license plate, he'd have got the last three numbers. <laughs> Sebastian, your brother has a day tonight. Now, take off that suit. Now, come on, take it right off and no argument. No, argue. the suit belongs to me. No, it don't. The suit belongs to me. It belongs to me. It belongs to me. It belongs to me. Split decision. <laughs> now look what you've done, Sebastian. Your brother has a date with a lovely girl tonight, and what do you do? You tore his best suit. You should be ashamed of yourself. Why do you always do these things? Oh, I'm a bad boy! <laughs> look, Costello. Why do you have to have a full-dress suit? Because I'm taking Miss Tinfoil to a dance at the Coconut Grove. A dance? Yeah. You dummy, do you want to lose the girl? You don't know how to dance. Who don't know how to dance? You don't. That's all my father ever taught me was dance steps. No, 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 no. How come your father taught you nothing but dance steps? He was my stepfather. I, oh. <laughs> Look, Costello, what kind, of, what kind of dancing do you do? Come on. I, I do the shimmy. The shimmy, the shimmy. The shimmy is a back number. You said it. I... <laughs> I mean the shimmy started way back. I can start mine from any place. Costello, I'm talking about modern dances. Do you rumba? Do I what? Uh, do you rumba? Only when I eat radishes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. You see, that proves you know nothing about dancing. Oh, yeah? Well, I come from a family of dancers. My Aunt Annie, that's my Uncle Artie Stebbins' wife. Yes? She, she was a great balloon dancer on the stage. She used to have them rolling in the aisles. Her audience? No, her balloons. I... <laughs> Listen, Costello, I'm not going to let you make a fool of yourself with Miss Tinfoil tonight. Now, there's a dancing teacher right in this building, in the apartment across the hall. Come on, come on with me. I'll take you across there. Uh, here's the apartment, Costello. Yeah, there's a sign on the door. Madam Hoochie Macoochie, dancing teacher. Well, 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 come right in, boys. You're just in time for the evening dance class. Oh, come on, fat boy. I'm really in the groove. You should be covered over. <laughs> Quiet, Costello. Uh, Madam Macoochie... How much do you charge for dancing lessons? Uh, there are my prices, right up there on the wall. Twelve dollars a lesson. Twelve dollars? How do you get your prices so high? I sit on a chair. <laughs> oh, I'm going to clip this, Dave. No, no. <laughs> Never mind that, Costello. You need the lesson. Not as bad as I need the twelve bucks. Oh, now, now, Mr. Costello, come here. Now, you put your arm around me, and I'll put my arm around you. There. Cut it. What's the matter? Am, am I squeezing you too tight? No, no, no. I always wear my tongue hanging over my shoulder. <laughs> Costello, please pay attention. Yes. Now, get ready for the lesson. When the music plays, you dance. Uh, when the whistle blows, the lesson is over. Oh, I just love to dance. Oh, I was born dancing. And if you don't get off my feet, you're going to die the same way, lady. Now, get off! Costello, will you quit the clowning? Now, let's go. Remember, when the whistle blows, the lesson is over. Ready? Position? Music. <laughs> Lesson's over. Twelve dollars, please. What lesson? <laughs> Why, you just had a lesson. What kind of business is this? You said commence the band when ta 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 lesson's over? Twelve bucks. You're as crooked as that. Uh, <laughs> Madam Acucci. Please, pay no attention to him. You'd better show him a few more steps. Oh, very well. Let's try it. Spread it out! Spread it out! All right, all right, now, just take it easy. Take it easy, Lou. Um, now, come on. A slide, glide, a slide, glide, slide, 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 sl
a dance. Will you I get your sim- face the other way? Lady, turn up. Let's dance the other way. Oh, I simply love the way you did. Who's dipping? My pants are falling down. <laughs> Please, wait. Your pants are falling down. Why are you singing? Oh, for help. Oh, well, why did you tell that guy that? <laughs> Look, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe you'd better teach him some fancy dancing. Oh, wonderful, splendid. How about the ballet dancing? Ballet dancing? How about what? Costello, have you ever tried ballet dancing? No, I always dance on my feet. How are you going to dance on your... Ah, quiet, please. After all. I have it. I have it. I'll teach Costello the adagio. The what? The adagio. I dance with no Italian people. Ah, now, take it easy. Don't you know what an adagio dance is? Adagio dance? Yes. That's from way back. For the net. Go ahead, continue. Uh, yes. Thank you ever so much for finding it for me. Um, yes. Uh, that's where a woman... The adagio dance, eh? Yeah, that's... You know what it is, don't you, Lou? <laughs> well, you must know what it is. Well, of course adagio. I do. That's where a woman runs and... Th- Stay with me. I'll get it. <laughs> that's where a woman runs and throws herself at a man, and he catches her by whatever joint happens to be passing at the time. He heard it. He Now, I'm going to get back here and run and jump in your arms. Ready? Here I come. Costello, you didn't catch her. Why did you step aside? I always step aside to let a lady go by. <laughs> oh, but she, she, she fell out the window. Oh, let me at Now, uh, now, no, take it oh, easy. God, take it easy, madam. Take it easy, madam. Take it easy! You heard the man! You let me fly right out that window. For all you know, I might never have been able to come back. Oh, I knew you'd be back. How did you know? You forgot your broom. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Uh, yes, yes, he's here. Costello, hey, it's for you. It's Miss Tinfoil. Oh, my dreamboat, Miss Tinfoil. Give me the phone. Hello, Miss Tinfoil. I'm over here taking a dancing lesson for our date tonight. But, Lou, honey, I've got bad news for you. I won't be able to go out with you tonight. Won't be able to go out with me? Why not? I'm getting married tonight. But I'll go out with you tomorrow night. It's a date. Get her out of here! Good night to everybody. Abbott and Costello for Camel Cigarettes. We'll be back in just a moment. Thanks to the Yanks of the Week. Tonight we salute Private First Class Lloyd C. Hawks of Park Rapids, Minnesota, just decorated by the President with the country's highest award, the Congressional Medal of Honor, for his heroism in the Italian campaign. In your honor, Private Hawks, the makers of camels are sending to our fighters overseas 400,000 camel cigarettes. the three camel radio shows honors the yank of the week by sending free 400,000 camel cigarettes overseas, a total of more than a million camels sent free each week. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States three times a week, are rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are fighting, and in cooperation with the good neighbor policy also to Central and South America. Listen tomorrow to Jimmy Durante and Gary Moore, Monday to Bob Hawke in Thanks to the Yanks, and next Thursday to Abbott and Costello. Help fight infantile paralysis. 
This tragic disease is on the march again. It can strike anywhere, anytime. Your child may be next. Send your dimes and dollars to President Roosevelt at the White House or to your infantile paralysis chapter. Join the March of Dimes today. And now we'll hear about Abbott and Lou Costello with the final words. Well, Costello, it looks like you've lost Miss Tinfoil. Uh, but don't feel too badly. Yeah, I guess tinfoil wasn't worth saving. Mm, but don't forget, Costello. <laughs> don't forget, Lou. True happiness is found in nature. The flowers and the trees, and the birds and their young, the bees and their honey. And... Yeah, and the cats and their honey. Yeah, uh, Costello. Cats don't have honey. Oh, no? Then why does my cat stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning? Oh, <laughs> good night, folks. Good night, good night everybody. everybody. Tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show. And remember, camels are worth asking for every time. See for yourself how camels' mildness, coolness, and flavor click with you. The Gibsons, Mr. and Mrs., are having a quiet evening at home. And Mrs. Gibson's saying... What? darling, don't you like that pipe Aunt Ellie gave you for Christmas? It's a beautiful pipe, but ouch, my tongue. Ah, there, Mr. Gibson. Hasn't anyone put you wise to Prince Albert, the no-bite-treated pipe tobacco? Prince Albert with the rich, full, real He-Man tobacco flavor and true tongue gentleness? Taste pleasure without tongue punishment. Try Prince Albert in your pipe and see. Also, it's crimp cut, packs firmly, draws easily, burns evenly. Thrifty, too. Just about 50 pipe bowls in one regular two-ounce Prince Albert package. The Abbott and Costello Show for Camel Cigarettes will be back at this very same time next week. Don't miss it. This is Ken Niles in Hollywood wishing you all a pleasant good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.